spitting uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention Pull out the savage writings This is my aphorisms Plus I got bad intentions Call it the thirst for more And store Mojave vision At times I'm on the H that Gandhi kicking So pour a cup of that life liquid That's ever so omnipresent Other times I'm on this beat Gonna catch a body mission Like Sun ain't listening Then we hit them like Sunny listen But nah, let me call my diction Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 356. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I'm your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, we're going to talk football today. We're going to talk kind of pre-free agency and going to talk quarterback trades and going to talk franchise tag and all that type of stuff. But before we get too far into that, the most important question, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Um, we've thought out from the great blizzard of 2021. Nice, nice. Yeah, us too. So, thankfully, it was a, it was a, it was a crappy week, man. Internet in and out, power in and out, <laughs> and we were some of the lucky ones. We had power most of the time. Last week was a bad week, so I will tell this story. So, um, I am officially, as the kids say, washed. I'm turning 40 years old this year, <laughs> and I'm officially an old person. So it snowed. I took my kids um, sledding. I got destroyed by my kids on a sled. They just completely just destroyed my entire body, just running me over, <laughs> running me around everywhere. I was, was sore for two days. But then I, I developed a cold. I had a cough. I had sneezing. I was sneezing. Oh, no. Never had a fever. Never had a fever, but I had like sore throat, had chills. Wasn't doing good. So Sunday, my wife was like, I want you to go get a COVID test. Yeah. And I was like, um, I, I really don't think I have COVID. And she was like, I don't think you have COVID either, but it'd make me feel better if you went and got the test. And I'm like, all right, fine. So went to the clinic near our house, told the lady I wanted to get the test. And she said, all right. So she's like, I'm going to give you the COVID test. And I was like, I hear that it sucks. And she says, it's really not that bad. Um, I found that people could tolerate the test better if you just hold your breath. And I'm like, all right, fine. Like, I've, you know. I do things all the time that I don't like. This will be just fine. When I tell you that the COVID test is the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Brandon, she took like a swab that's probably like four inches long and jammed it directly down my nose. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that sounds awful, buddy. I was, and afterwards, She's trying to talk to me and telling me all these things. And I'm like, lady, I am dying. Like, I really don't need you to talk to me. I'm sitting here. I'm literally dying. <laughs> you just tried to kill me. Oh, oh Positive of the story. I don't have COVID. And oh, good. I'm over my cold. And I'm over my cold. So we're good to go. Good. Good. <laughs> I'm worried. I was worried about you, buddy. You started the tale. I was, I was nervous that it would end in COVID. I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> No, I don't have COVID. I'm just old and, and crotchety. That's all. It, it, that's the diagnosis. <laughs> I'm just old and crotchety. <laughs> um, well, I, I'm glad you don't have COVID. I'm glad you feel better. I'm sorry the COVID test was so terrible. Now I'm scared. I, I don't even have one scheduled I'm gonna, or anything, and I'm still scared. I'm going to be honest. Listen, I, I, I said this to my wife when I got back. Like, look. When you, go, when you go in there to take that test, they should just tell you that it sucks. They shouldn't try to sugarcoat it and be like, it's not that bad. It is that bad. <laughs> like, just tell, have people know that going in. It's bad. I'm going to be honest with you. I felt that way, and this is probably a little too personal. I felt this way, that way about uh, the vasectomy, right? Mm. Like, like, it's not awful as far as surgery goes, but it's not nice. Yeah. Like, it's not a good experience. I don't want to do it again. You know what I mean? And like, right. But people are like, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. Oh, you're fine. It's easy. It's like, and I well, think people yeah, well, do it's, that to sugarcoat it, but it's no fun. Right. I don't enjoy it's that. It's something. It's not nothing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, it's, it's an awkward day. Um, it, yeah. it, hurt, it hurts a little at first. It's not comfortable. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a very awkward conversation you're having with the doctor at the time. And then, for, <laughs> and then it's hard to walk for like two weeks. Like, it sucks. It's not fun. It's no fun at yeah. all. I stop the, telling me it's nothing because because what happens to me because this is who I am, right? Is is somebody says it's nothing, right? And then like day yes. five, it still hurts to walk, and I'm like, it is there something wrong? <laughs> right. So, you know. Well, what the I, thing you have to understand, it's nothing. <laughs> the thing you have to understand about you is that you are very literal. 
So if someone tells you, if someone tells you that it's nothing, Brandon is expecting it to be literally nothing. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And so if it hurts for four days, Brandon's like, okay, this is not nothing. I must have cancer. Yeah, that's what so. I'm doing the whole time. I'm going, it's got to be cancer. It's got to be cancer because this is this is worse than what was anticipated. Therefore, I, and not only that, not only am I like, it must be cancer. I'm also like, it must be cancer and I must have caused it. I must have done something yeah. wrong. I didn't follow yep. the directions correctly and I have caused I did, myself yeah. to have cancer. I, I'm going to go to the doctor. Th- yep. Yeah, I'm going to go to the doctor. I'm going to be like, it's not better yet. And they're going to say, oh, it's cancer. And you did it. You're the worst patient ever. Get out of my office. Like, that's 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 what what, that's what I'm going to assume happens. Did you not soak in the ice bath for two hours a day? Right. Like, no, I didn't know I was supposed to do that. It's like, oh, well, that's why you have the cancer. That's why you got the cancer. Yeah, you're done. You're out. So, yeah, you're the worst patient ever. Get out of my office. Like, that's how I that's how I assume every single medical event in my life is going to happen. I'm going to go in. They're going to say you're the worst patient ever. You disgust me. Get out of my office. I never want to see you again. That's that's like doctors do. You know, that's that's the assumption that I have. At our at our job, we work together. You were very much that same way, too. Like you come into work every day expecting to get fired. Yeah. And it's like, 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 Brandon. Relax. Like in reality, you're the best employee we have. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not wearing my current job. I just every time there's a meeting, I, I'm expe- I'm like, this is gonna be the day. This is the day that they realize I'm trash, and they say, get out of my office. I'm never doing it. Um, I keep expecting someone to. I keep expecting to call you on the podcast, Wayne, and for you to be like, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't listen to your stupid face. Like ah, <laughs> did you soak in the ice bath? Yeah, did you soak in an ice well, bath? That's why I'm leaving. I can't listen to you. I'm done. <laughs> um, oh, speaking Jesus. speaking of, of people who got told to get out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, we need to talk about this. After we saw Jared Goff get traded uh, to to the Lions, we saw Carson Wentz get traded to the Colts. That was a domino that we were all waiting to drop. And it yeah. finally did. Uh, the compensation was a third round pick. And uh, I think it's a conditional second that, that yep. ended up going as well. I thought the compensation that trade, was very reasonable. So You called that trade like, like three weeks ago. So <laughs> you did. He's like, it makes perfect sense. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I, I thought Colts or Bears made the most sense. Colts because it's a re- reuniting with Frank Reich. And I'll tell you what, like... I would say my opinions on Carson Wentz are very moderate. Like I've never been all in and I've never been out. I've always been like, Oh yeah, he seems good. He seems like he's got talent. Right. Um, yeah. He looked awful last year. So yeah, there is that, but I do want to remind people that Philly was down four offensive linemen, four of PFF's top 15 offensive linemen the previous season last year. And he was mm. throwing to Travis Fulgham. Right. Um, I just I, I want to caution people to to put all the blame on Carson Wentz from last year. Uh, they talk about how he had confidence issues last year and kind of got broken down. Uh, fair enough. He's been hurt. He gets hit. He got hit a lot and he had a lot yeah. of drops from his receivers. So I'm not saying Carson Wentz is good or that it was all uh, the supporting cast, but dropping him on a different team, reuniting him with Frank Reich, who was the offensive coordinator in Philly during his best season. Uh, and then putting a, a a very good supporting cast around him. They Jonathan Taylor, uh, T. Y. Hilton may be back. Michael Pittman looked like he might be a player. There's a really thick wide receiver draft. He's got a few tight ends to work with. A really good offensive line. Great defense to back him up. Like this is a good environment for Carson Wentz to rejuvenate his career if he's going to be able to rejuvenate his career. So I, I love the fit. I think Carson Wentz has a chance to to really do something here with the Colts. Um, he certainly could fall on his face and never recover. But I, I think that it's worth giving a, sh- giving him a chance. I think for the Colts, it's worth giving him a chance. They're not drafting high enough to, to get in like the, the legit quarterback franchise quarterback prospect in the draft. Uh, you're looking at free agency, you know, the best you've got are hold, you know, stop gaps like Ryan Fitzpatrick going after Carson Wentz uh, for the compensation they gave up, I think makes a ton of sense. What do you, I, I know you've never been a Wentz guy. What What do you think about this trade? I think the trade makes perfect sense. And, 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 and 
a couple things I want to say about this. You are correct. I'm not a Carson Wentz guy. Haven't yes. been. Even in, from his, the and jump. even in his good season. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I'm not a Carson Wentz guy. From the even, jump, yeah. Even in, his, even in his good season, I wasn't a Carson Wentz guy. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> but, yeah, the compensation that they gave up for a team that needs a quarterback and for a team that is honestly could win the division with competent quarterback play. That team could win the division next year. I think it makes perfect sense. You give up a second, you give up a third, maybe a second if he jumps up. It makes perfect sense to me. It's it, it's a home run for me. Um, I, I I will say Carson Wentz in that season with Mark Wright or Frank Wright, excuse me. He was good. It was. He yeah. was legitimately good that year. That was he got hurt and they went on to win the Super Bowl without him, which says which is the next part of what I want to say. But he was, while he played, he was good. That's undeniable. That's unarguable, right? He was, he was an MVP candidate that year until he got hurt. MVP candidate. MVP candidate until he got hurt. Hasn't really been the same player since, but until he got, in that season, at that moment, he was really, really good. The team he had this year was not that team. No. Like I, it's it's unfair, and I and I'm going to you know follow my sword a bit this year because I did this this year. It's it's unfair to hold him to that standard when he doesn't have that team, right? Yeah. So put him in a different situation. Now is that is this Colts team as good as that Eagles team? I think you could argue, probably maybe argue it's better. But if yeah. you put him on that team, it's reasonable to expect that he's gonna play better, right? I was listening. Yep. I don't remember what podcast I was listening to. Some podcast, and they were talking about how if you oh there was some somebody was talking about Mo Bamba, and they were talking about if you have a player that because someone said if you put him on the perfect team, he's probably he turns into a really he suddenly turns into a really really good football player, a good basketball player. And the other person said, <laughs> "Well, if you if you put him if you have to put a person on a perfect team for them to be a good basketball player, are they really a good basketball player?" <laughs> and I was like, "That's a very valid argument. <laughs> it's like it's very fair." So I think there is a bit of that with Carson Wentz. Like, yes, if you put a quarterback on a good team, yes, that quarterback will suddenly look better. The question is, can a quarterback or a player take a not so great roster and make it better. Like Peyton Manning used to do all the time. Peyton Manning made all of his wide receivers look better because he's Peyton Manning. I'm not Carson Wentz obviously is not Peyton Manning. So I I'm I'm saying both things. I think he will be better because his team will be better, but I still don't know that I think he's good. If you know what I, <laughs> if that's what I, if you get what I'm saying. I get that. And he was definitely bad last year. Like like uh all the things right. that when you watch film from 2017 and film from last year, it was a different quarterback, not just a different supporting cast, not just a different situation, but a different quarterback. And uh, there are others who can break down tape much better than me, but you can see the hesitancy in the way that he throws the ball. You can see he's not comfortable behind that line. You could see the differences, right? And so it's all kind of um, coordinated into a giant, you know, a bunch of giant pieces of the puzzle. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, you do look for a quarterback who elevates the team around him. I will say that Philly roster last year, if you look at the injuries that they suffered, it was not just bad. Like it yeah. was, it was awful. <laughs> like, You're like right. even, even the best 100%. players. Yeah. Even the best players were hurt most of the year. Miles Sanders was in and out of the lineup. He was probably the most reliable, steady presence in that offense. They were without Dallas Goddard for a while. Zach Ertz was out, out for a long period of time. Like I said, four of their five starting offensive linemen um, from the previous season who were all top 15 ranked by PFF were hurt. Plus the replacement for one of those was hurt. Um, Alshon Jeffrey was gone the whole year. Jalen Rager, their rookie was hurt. Uh, for a large portions of the year. I mean, he was throwing the Greg Ward, Travis Fulgham, John Hightower. Those were those were his receivers for most of the year behind yeah. zero offensive line. And then on the defensive side of the ball, I think they were down like six of 11 starters all season. Like they just, Jeez. they were just decimated last season. <laughs> um, so I think that, I, I you know, Jalen Hurts now, obviously Jalen Hurts looked pretty good at times, behind, but even Jalen Hurts struggled. Uh, behind that line, he was running for his life. He's just a little better at running. <laughs> um, I, 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 I do think there's a point 
where you look at a roster and you say, okay, that's bad or that's so decimated that even a good quarterback isn't going to be able to elevate that very far. Right. I, yes. And I, I, again, that's all. Not, that's not all on Carson Wentz. It, you can't yeah. put all of that on him. It's, some of it may be sure, but certainly not all of it. You know what I don't want to happen? Um, well, I do because I'm rooting for, Jay, for Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. I don't yeah. want for the team to get healthier to come out this year and Jalen Hurts comes out and is gangbusters and looks great. And everyone uses that as evidence to crap all over Carson Wentz because that's not fair. Yeah, that's not going to be that's not going to be fair. I want that to just be look how good Jalen Hurts is, period. That's what I want. Yeah. Because um, I did, I did because, yeah, the team should be better next year, even yeah. just health. They're going to lose some guys, but they just health health alone. They should look better. And Jalen Hurts should look better because of it. It's hard. It's easy to forget that football's a team sport. Like your quarterback can't work miracles out there, guys. Like, <laughs> like yeah. In that in, in that Super Bowl, like you know, like Mahomes is hitting guys in the hands and they're dropping the ball. Like I understand the numbers look bad on Mahomes, but like he didn't drop the ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's you know we saw that with Brady the previous year in New England, right? We saw Brady, uh, you know suffered from a lot of drops. He's, he had a few seasons during the, during his career or during the past, like six years or something, whereas in where his receiving core has been nicked up and he's been, you know, getting drops even. So even the greatest, you know, will have that situation, you know, you yeah. got to have somebody catch the ball. Right. <laughs> um, I do. I, I yeah, I've, I've, I've all the way talked myself into Carson Wentz in Indiana in Indianapolis. I've talked uh, myself I, into the whole thing. <laughs> I, I generally think he's going to be at least better. At least better. Right? Yeah. I, I, I don't know how good, but at least better. Philip Rivers looked washed two years ago and managed to take this Colts team. Uh, uh, you know, I think it, at least made, they were at least competitive and Rivers looked pretty good at times, you know? They were 11 and 5. <clears throat> Excuse me. Apparently, I'm not all the way over this cold, but I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> they were 11 and 5, tied for the division lead. Um,. The Texans aren't going to be good next year. The Jags are going to have a rookie quarterback. They're not going to be ready yet. So it's really just going to come down to them and the Colts. So, yeah, I get to bet against Ryan Tannehill for another season. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, good for Ryan Tannehill. I mean, he, yeah. He, yeah. He, He's he legit found, been found good. He's legit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I, you know, all jokes aside from the two guys podcast, uh, he has been good for, t- for Tennessee. Yep, I'm very, it's I'm good. very happy for him. Honestly, I know. It's, I will, uh... I will just say. Let, <laughs> let me just say. I just want to say to all the Titans fans, it's coming. The Ryan Tannehill game is coming. <laughs> You've been, you, you're on two years of borrowed time. Like it is coming. <laughs> the four pick, two fumble, Ryan Tannehill game is coming. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um. I, I, and then on the flip side, well, I, I also want to say this is just kind of an interesting piece of trivia. That 2016 draft, which looks really good in hindsight overall, right? The mm-hmm. top seven picks in that draft have all been pro bowlers at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and four of those top seven picks have already been traded. <laughs> Jeez. What draft was that? 2000, what year? 2000, that's 2016. So that's just five years ago, right? And it's Jared Goff, Carson Wentz. Um, Jalen Ramsey and DeForest Buckner all wow. have made the Pro Bowl, all have been traded, and then Joey Bosa, Zeke Elliott, and Ronnie Stanley are also in there, and they're still on their same team. But the top seven picks are all Pro Bowlers, and four of them have been traded, which is wild to me. <laughs> Yikes. So, because um, that's 2016. That's just, that's just five years ago. That's not that long ago. Jeez, so that is, a um, good, that is a good draft. Uh, on the flip side, there's there's a lot of rumors out there about, um, you know, is Philly going to bring in a quarterback? Are they going to trade for a quarterback? Are they going to draft a quarterback in the top 10? Like, wh- what do you think of that? Do you see them actually doing something like that? Or do you think this is going to be, they're going to be like, nope, Hertz is our guy. We're going to give him, we're going to give him a legit shot this year. Okay, hang on. Before we go there, I have to say something. Now I'm looking okay. at the 2016 NFL draft. You did this. This is your fault. <laughs> Um, Derek Henry was a second round pick. 
Oh, that second round, you look at that draft, Jalen Smith, which I remember round. why he fell. Oh, my Xavier God. Howard. Yeah, Derrick Henry, Michael <laughs> Thomas. Like, it's a, it's a good second round. It's a good draft. It's a good draft. Just wanted to point out that he went in the second round. So every all you, uh, everyone panicking about taking running backs high in the draft, like, yeah, Derrick Henry was the 45th pick in that draft. Well, that's the thing. Um, that's, that's the argument. Most people say don't take a high... Uh, don't spend a high pick on a running back because of that, you know? Yeah, I don't think you ever see that again. Well, I won't say ever. There's going to be some freak, like Savion, Savion, uh, not Savion, uh, Saquon Barkley, that'll come out and uh, you're like, okay, you just, you, this guy is a specimen. You have to take this guy, right? <laughs> yeah, but people <laughs> criticize the Giants for it. If, if you remember, like, people were saying, no, 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 you don't take a running back that high. The Giants should take somebody else. Like, if you remember, that was the Yeah, I do. Yeah, the they discussion. were saying they yeah. should have. Who was the court? They were saying there was a quarterback. What was the quarterback? They, they, they were Darnold. They, they, they thought they should have taken Sam Darnold. No, they made so. the correct choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to see where anyway, Najee Harris lands. We're going to see where Najee Harris lands. Oh, but, um, and uh, who's the other guy? Oh, man, not Najee Harris, the other one. The Clemson kid, ETN, Travis yeah. ETN. Yes. Yeah. I'd be fine with either of those guys. Yeah, we're going to see where they land. I, I'm, I'm fine on both those guys. I like both. Of, I've looked at ETN more than I've looked at Harris. Um, so I, I, I'm not done with – I'm still, I'm still early in my draft prep, but I've, I've looked really hard at ETN, and I, I, I've decided I like him. I, uh, I've watched, I've watched uh, approximately about a game and a half of both of them. And I've decided that they are both flawless running backs. <laughs> the only thing I see with ETN, so I, I've read people concerned about like upper body strength that you can arm tackle him a little bit. Um, but I, I don't really see that. I also don't worry about it. I feel like when he gets to the NFL strength and training program, yeah. he's he's pretty thick down. Um, you know, he's got pretty thick legs, and I think that yeah. he's going to be able to thick add legs up top. I like so. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like it. I know it's, it sounds weird to say that, but I, li I like thick legs on a running back. That's what I like. I like thick legs that don't stop churning. Um, I, yeah. The only thing I actually see with ETN is I, I, I think that he just needs to be more patient because sometimes when he runs inside, he he's so he's he, he's got such burst that he, he, he he'll just use that burst and he gets ahead of his blockers sometimes. So that that's that's the only thing I see with him, which I think he'll get better at. So. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't think he I think he's willing to go inside. Um, I, so I think he could develop that. I think he de he could develop into an every down player. And if he if they don't want to develop him into an every down player, I think he becomes a fantastic elite level compliment like an Alvin Kamara type of player. And so I, I'm all in. I think I think ETN is going to have a good career. I'm seeing a lot of like backlash on him. Uh, a lot of people saying he's overrated and things like that, but I just don't see it. The tape is pretty good. I know Ohio State kind of held him in check, but you know it's a really good defense, and <laughs> I, I, you know yeah. he he blew up Notre Dame. He played pretty well against Alabama a couple years back, and that, that I'm not worried about. Yeah, so I I'm you know, not worried about Etn. Yeah, he's gonna be fine. I didn't mean for this to be the Travis Etn moment, though. I I apologize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't mean to talk draft. We are gonna get back to what your question was, but I'm not done with the draft yet. You did this. You made me open up this draft, and so now I'm just looking through this draft. Uh, end of the first round in that draft, two founding members of the Wayne Guys pod of the Wayne Guys uh, yeah. organization, Paxton yeah. Lynch, who I was all in on. Yeah, you were. I, I bought, don't remember that. I don't remember you being all in on Paxton Lynch. All, I bought all the Paxton Lynch stock. I remember watching him, and <laughs> I remember watching him. He played, and I remember watching him playing in, in like one bowl game, and was like, "This is it. I'm in." I'm buying all the stock this guy has. <laughs> and the, the 29th pick in that draft is probably my, my worst Dwayne guy's selection of all time. Robert Kimdiche. I was all in. I'm gonna give you a pass on Kim DJ. Paxton Lynch looked like a bust, so I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you off the hook on that one. <laughs> Kim DJ though, he if he didn't have like off field issues, I, I still think yeah. he might have panned out, right? I, there was a lot going on with him. So uh, there I think the talent there was, was there. Uh, my, my, if you look at picks 22, uh, I'm sorry, 21, 22, and 23, three direct receivers, I think I would have told you Will Fuller's a bust. Josh Doxson's the highest upside guy, great player. And Laquan Treadwell is the safest pick in this draft. I think I would have said. I think you you were all in on Laquan Treadwell. You were. You were all I, in. 
I, I, all in is probably too strong because I, I wasn't probably, like, maybe. I, I didn't maybe. view him the way I viewed like AJ Green, but I thought he was very safe. Like I thought he would be a very good starter immediately. I wasn't like, because all in would imply that I thought he was like a Hall of Fame Pro Bowl type player. I don't think I yeah. was there with you didn't, him. Yeah, you definitely didn't think that. Yeah, you didn't yeah. think that. Yeah, but I thought he was very safe. I thought he would start immediately, have a very good career, be the safest pick in this draft. I generally, I genuinely thought that. All right. I prob- so that's probably had him to as that- a top 10 guy, probably. <laughs> that's, that's, that's enough 2016 NFL draft talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome just- to two guys just staring at Wikipedia for a little while. That's what we're going to do. But do you think the Eagles roll with Jalen Hurts, or do you think they're? Uh, do you think they bring somebody else in? Because you see all those rumors of that, and I, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I, you know what I, th- I think if they, it depends on who brings someone else in. Is like I don't think they're gonna bring in like someone to compete with Jalen Hurts legitimately, like like Garner Minshew or something like that. But if they, but if there's one of these big names that are floating around as maybe being available, I definitely think the Eagles talk about it. Like, what if, what if we do find out that Aaron Rodgers is available? Well, yeah, yeah I think that those are situations that, sure, you know what I mean? I think every team is probably going to yeah. call about Deshaun Watson. Every, right. every team that doesn't other have, than that, you yeah. know, the Other than that, no. Other than that, no. I think that Jalen Hurts will be their guy, barring one of those situations falling in their lap. Yeah, I, and I think so, too. And I just, I just don't see, like, they pick sixth. Let's say Zach Wilson falls there or Justin Fields no. or uh, the North Dakota State kid. or I, I, You know, let's say one of those guys is there. Trey Lance, that's the North Dakota guy. Um, I, let's say one of those is there. I, I just don't see Philly looking at the available talent on the board and saying, yeah, I'm going to go with one of these quarterbacks that's not Trevor Lawrence over the guy we have on the roster who already showed something when we have so many holes on our team. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I, I don't think that happens either. I don't think so. Yeah, and I've always been a big Hurts guy. Like, like last year, I loved Jalen Hurts. This year, I, I still love Jalen Hurts. So, I mean, that, that's definitely a, a factor there. But I don't know. There's so many good receivers that they need. Jamar Chase might be there. You know what I mean? Like, they might they they have pick, an opportunity to take somebody like that. So... I just don't see it. They need corners and Patrick Sertain Jr. is there. Like, I just can't, yeah, I can't imagine like, I them mean, doing that. It doesn't make – no, they're not going to do that. They should definitely take a running back. I'm not a running back. Excuse me, a wide receiver. One yeah. of those guys that falls to six. And one of, at least one of them is going to be there at six. Yeah. Well, probably only one of them is going to be there at six. Yeah, Devontae Smith. One of those guys will be there. So I just – yeah. <laughs> that would make sense to me. I, yeah, I, and, and I think it's way too early to give up on Hurts after – Half of a season, un, not even half of a season, um, un, un, unless you can like get an elite guy, which doesn't seem like they will. But you know, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, so and even Aaron, Ro- even Aaron Rodgers, like if he was available, is Philly the team you would put him on? I, I don't think so. I don't think Philly is yeah, an Aaron Rodgers not. away from the Super Bowl, like San Francisco probably is. So you know, now, San Fran- the- Aaron Rodgers to San Francisco makes if he's not going to go back to Green Bay, that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, yeah. Like that, I still think like, ultimately they're gonna they're gonna make that I work. Think but so we'll too. see. He's not gonna go anywhere. But yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers to, to San Francisco for for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo makes all the sense. Oh, I don't know. If I'm Green Bay, I want something other than Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> but, yeah, you don't want Jimmy Garoppolo. I I would. Oh no, they just drafted the guy. La- what was yeah, his name last they year? They got Jordan yeah, Love. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan Love. Yeah. So never mind. You're right. Never mind. I don't yeah. want that. Then. You stick with Jordan Love. You 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 get picks from from San Francisco. If you're Green yeah, Bay, yeah, you're you right. Get you're picks. right. You're right. I forgot they I forgot they drafted the whole thing that pissed Aaron Rodgers off to begin with. Yeah, yeah. I I would call. I'd be like, give me Debo Samuel and a first. That's what I would. Yeah, that's what I would say. That's perfect. That's exactly what I would want. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I, yeah I, and I love Jalen Hurts. I hope he does really well. I hope the Eagles are healthier this year, and I hope Jalen Hurts just shuts everybody up and says, hey, look, I am amazing. What I did in college is not fluky. I, that's what I hope, because I love Jalen yeah. Hurts. The sad thing about it, though, is if he comes out and have an amazing season, it will still not shut everyone up, because no one will shut up about anything. <laughs> no one will ever <laughs> shut up about anything. That's right. It's very true. Um. Yeah, it's just so quarterback movements we've we've already got so uh Rams, 
have a new quarterback. Lions have a new quarterback. Eagles have a new quarterback. I guess you could say Eagles have a new quarterback. I guess you could you could argue Jalen Hurts was the starter at the end of the season, so it's not a new quarterback. And Colts have a new quarterback. Um, that's four. I I, I think before yeah. all this started, I looked and thought that twenty teams there was like a legit chance they could switch starting quarterbacks. I I mean I'm not saying all of them will, but I think I counted twenty teams that had like a high potential to do so. Uh, so that's four. We'll see. We'll see how many it happens. You get free agency going. Uh, the franchise tag is now open. People can start tagging. No, nobody has mm. as of this recording. Uh, that's going to be interesting to see what happens specifically because I hate the franchise tag and it screws players. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I wanted mm. to ask you, what do you think happens with Dak? Cause Dak coming off an injury. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing, and I, li- I love Dak. I, 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 I think they should pay him and keep him. I just think I think he's good enough to do that. Uh, but I, I can already hear the brass and the Dallas in my head probably saying, well, you know, we weren't winning when you were playing and you, you are coming off an injury. And um, so we're going to tag you again. Like I could see that happening. Do you think they There's tag no him, way. pay him or let him walk? I don't know. Do you think, I don't think Jimmy, they're not going to let him walk. They, I mean, that's just, that just doesn't make any sense. Does it? I I agree. I don't think they let him walk. I I don't think that works. I think they tag him before they let him walk. I think they'd like to work out a long-term deal, but that may not be in the cards. Would they? Would they? Because I kind of think they wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if they would I feel no. I feel like if they wanted to sign him to a long-term deal, they would have last year. Yeah, yeah. Probably you're probably right. Now he wanted the moon last year. I wonder what his demands right. are because he wanted Russell Wilson money a year ago. Right. Um, his, and I think his, that's yeah. What he's probably this year. He's probably he doesn't want the moon. He probably wants like the International Space Station this year. Maybe not the moon. He's come. He's come down a little. <laughs> but I still think they're gonna have to pay him. He's still yeah, going to want to oh, get yeah. paid. They'll still have to pay him, but will 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 he still be able to to ask for Russell Wilson money? Um, maybe, maybe, absolutely. You know, I, I, oh, but he'll I, certainly I, I he'll know. certainly ask. He'll certainly ask. Yeah, but I I, I think um, I think it gives um them a little a little more of a negotiating room coming off of the injury and and you know I think he'll I think his agents will say will be a little more realistic in saying this is a good deal. We should just take this deal. Right. And, and I, I think that ultimately could work better for both him and for the team. I, I just, I don't, it's the thing long-term, like remember when the Utah jazz kind of balked at paying Gordon Hayward. Yeah. And, and, and Gordon Hayward went out and got that uh, restricted free agent signing from Charlotte and then they matched it. Yep, and it left a, it left a sour taste in Gordon Hayward's mouth. Just oh, that yeah. you didn't you didn't have the faith in me to just go ahead and pay me the money and commit to me. Like I feel like that bridge has already been crossed with Dallas. I and, agree, and Dak. And it's like like you last year if they were gonna make him their guy for the foreseeable future, the the time to do it was last year, and they didn't do that. And so if I'm Dak and I'm coming off of this injury, like. I don't know what I want. It just depends on what he wants to do. Does he really want to stay there? Or does he just want a fresh start somewhere else altogether where they are committing to him as their guy? Now, where that is, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where, where, where Dak makes sense. Who, who, who rolls the dice? Chicago? Whew. Do they have the money? Ooh, Chicago. Ooh, what, a, what a spot. What a spot that would be. I would love, I would love to see him in Chicago. Uh, honestly, do they have the money? Can they afford that? Uh, I will look at that on over the cap and they do not, but uh, can, they might be able to get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think they could, I just, free I just feel- up, they could free, they could free up probably enough money. They'd have to do some renegotiations, but I think yeah. they could free I up just, the money. I, it just, it feels to me that Dallas may have burned the bridge. Yeah, and that, that's not that's that's not to say he won't sign full full long term, but I feel like Dallas isn't just gonna let him walk for nothing, and I feel like ultimately tagging him is it just seems like a Jerry Jones move tagging yeah. him again, 
and again, he gets paid, but also he's coming off of an injury. Who even knows what he looks like this year? Maybe he's never that Dak again. Like this that's is a, an opportunity for him question. to secure. Yeah, like it's a it's an opportunity for him to secure long term security. He's gonna want a long term deal. He, he wanted one a year ago. I don't know what Dallas. The the, the, the long winded answer is all of that. The short winded answer is I don't know. I don't know what that what happens in that situation. <laughs> I can see that going any number of ways, and I, I just it just depends on what Dak wants to do. If I was Dak, I would leave. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I wonder. But I wonder now. See, they'll use. They'll probably use the exclusive franchise tag on him if they. If they. Um. Which means that that. Um. Which means another team. Would have to give up two first round picks. I think. No, no, no. That's the non-exclusive. The exclusive franchise tag. That the the team can't negotiate with another team, but that's what I imagine Dak will get if they if he got the regular franchise tag. Mm. I I I he, it looks like a team like Washington. Like well, he hasn't been tagged mm. yet, but I'm just wondering if he got okay. tagged, would they do the exclusive, which pays him a lot more money, but doesn't allow him to negotiate with other teams, or would they do the non-exclusive franchise tag, which is less money, but he can negotiate with other teams, and then if another team signs him then they owe you two first round picks as compensation. So, okay. Um, that that's interesting. If they were to use the non-exclusive franchise tag, right? That might be a way for them to say, that might be a way for him, for them to de facto trade him for two first round picks. Mm. Cause they can't trade him without him being <laughs> signed. Right. So, right. I wonder if they do go that route, if they take that non-exclusive franchise tag route. And then if you're a team like Washington, like you've got cap space, you know, I mean, you've got holes on that roster, but you've also got talent on that team that you're missing a quarterback. Like he's young. Maybe you sign him to a big deal and you just eat those two first round picks and move forward with Dak Prescott, Antonio Gibson and uh, Terry McLaurin. Maybe. I, I don't know. That's that would not, make sense to me. Terrible. It's not a terrible move. The, uh, the, the other aspect of that, yeah, you give up those two, two first-round picks, which sucks. I want to talk sucks. about... Uh, I, wanna, I, I do want to talk briefly about um, Deshaun Watson because I've heard people say ridiculous things about five first-round picks for him. I know. But I, know. I do, I do want to talk about that. But, like, two first-round picks hurts Washington. Also, Washington won the division with seven wins this year. Right, <laughs> so, and, so and if like, you take if you take Dak Prescott away from Dallas, then that kind of takes Dallas down another. It notch, knocks him right? down a peg. Yeah, it takes him down a peg. Definitely, Philly's gonna be better. Who knows what the Giants are? Just, just who knows? They're gonna have Barkley back this year, and we'll have another year of Daniel Jones. But who knows? That yeah, who team knows? could win ten games. They could win two. Who knows? Um, so it makes sense for me if I, if in in Washington. I think that makes a lot of sense. It's a risk. I never like giving up two first round picks for any player. That's just that's just that's just a really heavy price price to pay. Yeah. But we know we already know one of those picks is nineteen, right? Because that's this year. Yeah. So right. we already know that it's that that one of them's a mid first and not not like a top five pick. Uh, so right, that's right. that's helpful. Um, you talk about the Giants. The, the Giants don't have any cap space. Never mind. I was going to say, maybe the Giants make that same move, but I know there's a lot of Daniel Jones truthers out there who would probably yell at me for that. But I, 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 I'm not a truther, but I, <laughs> he's been just good enough that like, I feel like you can't give up on him. Yeah, I, you know I, what I, mean? I, I, I still like Daniel Jones fine. I'm not, I'm not out there banging the table for him, but I, I, I like uh, yeah. him fine. So That's I'm exactly how I feel. Him. That's exactly how I feel. Like I'm, if again, if it's like the Jalen Hurts situation, if 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 Aaron Rodgers called him up and was like, "Make me a giant," then you definitely do that, right? Yeah. But I yeah. don't think you. But I don't think you go around looking to replace Daniel Jones at this point. I think that's fair. I think that's very fair. Oh, Washington. I want him in Washington now. Now I want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think that makes sense. I really think that makes sense. But we'll see. I it just seems I I think you're right. Like I think the reason why I think of Dak moving on is just because of what you said. I just think that the bridge is burnt. I I think you're absolutely right in that. That last year was the time to build the bridge, and they burned right. it to the ground. 
<laughs> and if they, yeah, do you if remember they, that? Yeah, and if you try to build on top of those ashes, it's just gonna sink again. I, I just, I feel that like comment. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry Jones had a comment one at one point that was like, uh, something. I'm paraphrasing, but something to the extent of like quarterbacks earn their contracts, or something like yeah. that. Where he was, yeah. he was basically <laughs> like they were talking about like, you know, the Russell Wilson contract. He's like, well, Aaron, Russell Wilson earned that contract, and I was like. Yikes! <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oof. Oof. I was like, "You're you're not wrong, Jerry, but yikes, man!" <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna make him feel good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh my god. We'll we'll see what happens with that. So let's let's shift to Deshaun Watson since we're just making this a quarterback episode. Um, yeah, let's do it. I feel like this is like the third quarterback episode we've had in like two months. There's a I, lot of quarterback talk. It's just a lot of quarterback <laughs> talk this year. Like uh, you know, there there are five quarterbacks that may go in the first round this year. I mean, it may not work out to where five go in the first round, but there are five yeah. talked about as first round prospects. So you know, five first round quarterbacks, tons of free agents, retirements. I mean, we had. Uh, yeah. I want to talk about Ben Roethlisberger here in a minute too because that's he's hilarious. coming back, right? Yeah, we'll talk about him. But um. Yeah, let's let's do Ben real quick. Ben just cracks me up because he was like, I I just imagine like it was reported Ben wants to play another year, and then soon after GM says we're not sure what we're gonna do with Ben, and I just love the idea of Ben Roethlisberger coming into the coming into the locker room as yeah. like guys, don't worry, I'm coming back, and the GM being hey like, guys. Ben, can, can we talk? Can we talk, Ben? Why don't you come into my office? <laughs> hey guys, hey Ben, Ben, good to see you, man. How's how's the family? Put your stuff down. Grab, 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 grab you a cup. We, we got Danishes in the break room. Get you some Danishes. Yeah. The, uh, come in here for a minute. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> chat for a second. <laughs> the problem for them is the problem for them is like, what is their other option at quarterback? Like that team could. Well, I don't know if they lose Juju. They might lose Juju and James Conner, right? It's very, very possible. It's very, very possible. And, and I would even say likely. Like historically. Pittsburgh doesn't really pay their receivers or they're very, very specific about which receivers they pay. And so I, I, I feel like Juju probably, probably it will be gone. Like and then Connor, yeah. I just don't think has been good enough, steady enough, consistent enough to, to get a, to get a contract from them. So, yeah, I think that's so too. So now you're bringing back Ben or Ben wants to come back and he's a, I mean, Ben was fine last year, right? He wasn't, I mean, he wasn't a pro bowler, but he was fine. He, he was okay. He was okay. He had but, he but, had his Ben moments, his really good Ben moments, and he had his really ugly Ben moments. Oh, yeah. So. You saw good Ben. You saw bad Ben. You don't want yep. bad Ben. You don't want bad Ben. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, like, but what does that team do then? Like, right, because if Ben wants to come back, it's Ben Roethlisberger. He's a Steeler great, Hall of Famer, right? Like, you, you kind of have to, right? But I at the same time... So. At the same time, like, if you're kind of re- retooling the offense anyway with you losing some of your key skill position guys, now would probably be the time to bring in a young quarterback. Yeah, and really, it, 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 a lot of it probably depends on, on what they think of Mason Rudolph and what they can get in the draft. Like, like Mason Rudolph certainly hasn't looked ready for prime time in, in his limited opportunities. They brought in Dwayne Haskins, who hasn't looked good when he's had an opportunity. For me, Roethlisberger has one year left on his deal. He's 39. Um, They eat $22 million in dead money if they cut him. I just, to me, I think that they got to just keep him and let him stay another year. Like, unless he retires, I think they got to just be like, yep, Ben, hey, come on back. Let's, here's your swan song. You know what I mean? That's what I would think. That's what makes the most sense to me. They pick 24th, which is probably a little low to really think about an elite quarterback at that point like who's on the board at 24th yeah yeah probably not a quarterback there unless you're looking at um like trask from florida or somebody like that um or or you know you start looking into the second round i love kellen mond who probably will be there in the second there you round go. Of texas a&m so second um, round that, that, kellen mond, that makes sense yeah but um, then in so that situation that. i'm fine yeah they do that bring in mond and just run one more year of ben and then the next year, you got Mon, you got Mason Rudolph, and then you just move forward. Mason yeah. Rudolph's probably gone by then. 
Um, you um, know that it just just listeners, um, be prepared for me to just try to put Kellen Mond on every team for the next you know two months <laughs> until the draft. It, j- just like I did with Jalen Hurts last year, Kellen Mond is the guy that I love that I I don't understand why nobody else likes him. So <laughs> makes sense though. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you. Ben coming back to that team, I don't know, helps them ultimately long term. But I also feel like you can't just kick Ben Roethlisberger to the curb. It's Ben Roethlisberger. I kind of feel that way, too. I kind of feel like you owe it to him to have that year. Um, they've got lots of decisions to make in free agency. So that that's that's going to be a big thing for them. They're looking. I mean, they got to pay. Um, let's see. They, they got to look. You know, they're going to lose Juju. Probably they're going to lose Connor. But they got to make a decision on Bud Dupree, Alejandro. Villaleva. Yeah. Those are key players. Um, I think. I, I can't remember if they, they must. I think they just paid TJ Watt. So I don't think they have to worry about TJ Watt right now. But they've got some some big decisions to make in, in free agency. And um, that team's going to look different. But but you're right. It, it's it, they should view this as, as a swan song year for Ben and try to, you know, draft somebody try to groom them, try to figure out what, what your 2022 is going to look like and just let Ben do what he wants. I agree. I mean, listen, they've let him do what he wants for 15 years he's been there. I mean, why change now? Yeah, um, why change now? <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So to show all Watson. that to say, no, no say, I, I'm not done with the Steelers. Um, okay. Mike Tomlin. Think yeah. he's there past this year? Uh, you know, I, I think we'll see how the season goes. Like, if, they, if they're if they a legit contender in the playoffs, then I think they keep Tomlin. Uh, but if they're not, then they might be like, you know what, Ben's retiring. Let's move uh, in a completely different direction, which isn't necessarily the right thing. I like Tomlin. I think I actually think people are too hard on Tomlin, but... Um, I, I agree. You know, he's Tomlin been very successful me, there. You know, Tomlin, Tomlin to me is Doc Rivers. Why don't people like yeah. Doc Rivers? Yeah. Doc Rivers makes every team he coaches better. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't understand why everyone craps on Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers isn't the greatest coach of all time. Of course not. But yep. he, he, he made that Celtics team a title, got them a title. He made that Clippers team better than they ever were. And now he's yep. got Philly the number one seed in the, in the East. Like, what is there to not like about Doc Rivers? <laughs> yeah. I, I feel I like will the same say- with Mike Tomlin. Ever since Tomlin's been there, that team has been... At least competitive, and they've won two Super Bowls. Yeah, he's been, granted it was a while ago. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, they've won. Oh, one you're right. You're one. right. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. The the first one was with uh with Coward. Coward. Right. Yeah, but they won one and lost one with him. Um, the the yeah. I will say the Steelers don't switch coaches very often historically, and typically uh, this is going to be a big off season for them, right? Because he's signed through this year, and then 2022 they have like a. Uh, a mutual opt out, like both of them can opt out if they want, right? Or, or both of them, or I think it's both of them can opt in if they mutually want to opt in, then they opt into a 2022. Um, so typically, historically, the Steelers usually look at the season before and, and or two seasons before to extend a coach. They, they don't like coaches to play on their expiring deal, right? So it, it's going to be interesting to see if this offseason they extend Tomlin. Because if they if they don't extend him, I think that might be telling that the two of them might be ready to not pursue that 2022 joint option. Mm. So we might have an answer to that before the season starts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I hope they work that out because I like him. Me too. I like him too, and he'll get nabbed. Uh, he'll get nabbed quick. Like people will grab him quickly. Yeah. I, I can't go, imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine the interest would be low for someone as accomplished as him. And like you said, the Steelers are always good. They're always competitive, even if they're not great every year. They're good every year. Yeah. Same with John Harbaugh. Same thing. But Baltimore's in it every year. Baltimore's even even more impressive in some way because they've gone through like a couple shifts, a couple big shifts <laughs> yeah. uh, under yeah. Harbaugh and stayed competitive. So. Uh, but yeah, Tomlin's one of the best coaches in the league right now. I don't, I don't get, I don't get the hate. I don't understand. I think, I think the Doc if, Rivers comparison is very, very true. Um, I feel like if 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 they do let him go, he's hired in in, in two weeks. I think so too. He's like, yeah, like like whenever the Panthers fired Ron Rivera, and then like a week and a half later, he's in Washington. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's good coach. Good coaches get hired. He's a good usually. coach. He's a usually. good coach. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're Eric Bieniemy, I don't know what's happening there, but. 
it's gotta just be it's gotta just be that everybody credits Andy Reid with the offense, right? That's gotta be what what it is. Yeah. Right? Or maybe he interviews terribly, you know? That's, that's what possible. I was gonna say. Maybe you just bring the guy in and his pants are unbuckled and he's got mustard stain on his shirt and you're just like <laughs> Eats the bagel. Eats the blueberry just, bagel. <laughs> just walks right in. No, he doesn't even no, he brings his own biscuit. Doesn't bring a ba- doesn't even eat bagels. Just he walks in biscuit. with the biscuit. Just, just like, eating a biscuit. Like, we can't. Hey, do um, this. We can't. Uh, Eric, I, thanks for coming. Uh, do you have a biscuit? He'll be <laughs> mouthful. Mouthful. Like, yeah, you guys yeah, got some. This is, yeah, this you is guys really got good. some jelly. I need some, some <laughs> you got, strawberry you got jelly. Some jelly. <laughs> um, Deshaun Watson. I want to talk Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yeah. Because the trade offers for Deshaun Watson are man, insane. Listen, the rumors are this is one of the all time great NFL Twitter rumor <laughs> situations we've ever had. I have seen some of the most ridiculous trade offers I've seen floating around Twitter for Deshaun Watson that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, what in the world is happening? Yeah. Like, I thought, was it Simmons? I was listening to Simmons podcast. Someone floated out that they think it's possible he goes for five first firsts. I was like, He's not going for five first. That's not happening. <laughs> and, and you know what I think is happening? I think people are looking at the Stafford trade and being like, well, if he's worth that, then Watson yeah. must be worth so much more. And they're not thinking practically about what a team would actually give up. I think There's that's no it. way. No team has given up five years of first round picks for Deshaun yeah. Watson. <laughs> I think I saw, like, I think the, the biggest ones um, that I've seen are actually our two favorite teams. Like, like yeah, there's a Carolina yeah. trade that's three firsts, Christian McCaffrey, um, and like three other of your best players or something like that. What was the trade? I tweeted it. Let me see if I can find it because it was one of the. That was the one where I just started laughing. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I know. I know the. the I know the Dolphins trade is like Devonte Parker, Tua Tagovailoa, and three firsts, and it's like it's like if I'm the Dolphins and I'm trading for Deshaun Watson, I. If I'm giving up Tua, I'm not also giving up three firsts. That's just not – that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> Makes no sense. Yeah, so this was the Panthers trade. It was – I saw floated. Two first-round picks, Brit, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, and Brian Burns. Why would, yeah. why would the Panthers do that? Why? It doesn't make any sense. That just doesn't <laughs> make any sense. And, and, and I like Deshaun. Then I also saw um, – like I'm seeing mock drafts of like – Houston tra- and the mock drafts are always silly, but I'm seeing like Houston trades Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins for the number three pick to a, and lots of other things and then have them drafting Penny Sewell. And they're like, finally, they'll address the offensive line. And I'm like, they've got Laramie Tunsil. Like if they pick yeah, him third, why would they do that? Pe- people they are gave crazy. up that pick for Laramie Tunsil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why would they you're do gonna that? Use the, you're going to use the number three pick in the draft to, to upgrade the right tackle spot. I just don't see that happening, <laughs> but whatever, you know, they don't have a receiver, but sure. <laughs> you all, got the, you're going to get to Brandon back. Cooks. You're going to get back the pick that you gave up for your left tackle to trade, to draft another left tackle. Yeah. After paying Laramie Tunzel a ton of money. Last After year. paying Laramie Tunzel, it doesn't make any sense at all. That makes yeah, zero sense. <laughs> I don't get it. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, 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 I think you're 100% right. I think that the whole, you know, the Detroit trade with Matt Stafford getting all those picks has kind of like, it's corroded everyone's brain into, into thinking that NFL draft, you know, is like, it's linear. And that if this guy gets this, then this guy is X percent better. So this trade needs to be X percent better than that trade. Yeah, that's just not how it works. That's yep. not the reality of it. It what's, what what would likely happen is he'll go for two firsts and some stuff maybe. Yeah, that's the and, high and, end. Maybe, I think. Yeah, or maybe three, maybe three firsts. We'll see. I um, I, I don't w- I don't. There's who's giving up three firsts? But I still I still think he just stays put. I I get it. Like, I get that he's unhappy, he's demanded a trade, yeah. but this is the NFL. Um, I think so, too. I'm with you. And you, know, and you know what happens when you hold out in the NFL? You just don't get paid. That's it. Yeah. That's the only thing that happens when you hold yeah. out. You just don't get paid. And very few players have the stomach for that. Um, you know, Le'Veon Bell did it, but that's, that's the exception, not the rule. 
So I think ultimately, and, yeah, they can be nice to him and he'll show up. He's signed through 2025. <laughs> like he has zero leverage here. <laughs> we're gonna see. We're gonna see how unhappy he really is. Because if if I'm because I said to you earlier this week, I'll say it again. This is not the NBA, right? Yeah. Like this is not where you can just say trade me, and then the team has to bend over backwards to get the guy to Brooklyn because that's where the guy wants to go. Yeah. In this situation, it is kind of like that because he's for some reason has a no trade clause, so he does kind of have say over over where he goes. But yeah. or they could just say, "Hey, show up to work or don't get paid," which yeah. is exactly what I would do. <laughs> That's what they're gonna do, and, and you know, it'd be different if he was like in the last year of his deal or something like yes. that. Then they might be like, "Okay, yes. well, shoot, we do we want to?" But even then, the the NFL has the franchise tag. Like Kirk Cousins wanted out for like three years in Washington, and they just kept playing chicken with him, and he kept showing up and playing. I, I just don't see Houston having the appetite to make this move unless it's a silly offer that I just don't think anyone's going to do. So I ultimately think they're going to figure it out. Watson's going to stay put. If someone does throw out five first, then yeah, of course. Sure. You do that. Sure. Cause you, cause you look at Houston, you say we are more than Deshaun Watson away from being competitive. So sure. Five first. Yeah, I'm in, but right. Yeah. Unless it's something stupid. I, I just don't see it. I, I, I don't see the, I don't see the point in doing it right now. You don't have any picks. You don't have any assets. Um, try to make some savvy moves through some good personnel decisions, which can be done. We've seen good personnel decisions happen. They've got a new GM. So, you know, try to kind of write the ship that way. Don't dig yourself further um, just because yeah. your quarterback is unhappy right now. Try to make it work. I, I think Deshaun Watson, he's mad. Ultimately, he's going to. Ultimately, he's going to he's a good dude. He's ultimately going to figure uh, going to give the new coaching staff a chance. I think so. I think he's going to get around his I teammates would, and start playing. I would like to focus on the Miami angle of this for a second. And I'm going to ask you a question. Sure. And I want, okay. you, I want you to take off. I want you to take off your Miami fan hat for a second. I'll give you a second. OK. All right. Um, I, I have to take off the two a jersey, too. Take, oh, well, you, you're going to definitely have to take the two else jersey off for this question. <laughs> <laughs> um, should they be considering moving on from Tua? It's been nope. one after one season. After one nope. season. Should they? Nope. It's nope. stupid, right? No, no, no. It feels yeah, really stupid. silly to me. Yep. <laughs> I mean, sure. If you could get Deshaun Watson for Tua and the number three pick, sure. But if, if, if it's going to be three firsts and Tua or two firsts and Tua and something else, then no, that's stupid. It's silly. You're, you're, you've got too many holes on that team to make a trade like that. And you don't know what you've gotten Tua yet, right? Tua definitely didn't have the rookie season that we hoped, right? But he showed flashes. He had times. He didn't look like Josh Rosen three years ago. You know what I this mean? This is the thing I want to talk about. Am I crazy? Am, I'm, am I an insane person? I don't think Tua was that bad last year. Is it? He, am he, he I wasn't. insane? <laughs> Why no, is everyone it, treating him like he was a train wreck last year? He wasn't because he wasn't Justin Herbert. He didn't do what Justin Herbert did. That's what it is. People expect so much more from rookie quarterbacks than they used to. And you know, you got to look at a very different situation. Um, I would love to see what Tua can do with the offense a little bit opened up for him and with a little bit better of a supporting cast. And sure, you look at Ryan Fitzpatrick and what he was able to do with the same supporting cast, and that's great, but Ryan Fitzpatrick has been in the league for 500 years. For, Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick is uh, yeah, a 1,000 years old. <laughs> yeah, he's been on the <laughs> roster in the same system for two seasons. Like, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a different type of quarterback, and you still have a ceiling with Ryan Fitzpatrick. With Tua, it, you don't. And I, I look at the Kansas City game, where he went toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes and fourth quarter. Now they lost that game, right? But he was able to put together some late drives to keep that game competitive, keep Miami in it and put some pressure on Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs. And I think that that game alone, which was a loss and wasn't perfect shows what Tua can bring to this team and can bring to the offense. Maybe he sucks. Maybe he doesn't pan out, but I think it's way too early to do that. And I don't think Miami has given him a chance to succeed yet. They're, they're going to move up. They moved on from Chan Gailey. So they're going to have a new offensive coordinator this year. We'll see what happens there. They're probably going to add some weapons in the draft. They've got quite a bit of ammunition to do so. They've got money. I, I just, unless it's a really no brainer move, you don't move on from Tua yet. It, this isn't Josh Rosen. All right. Josh Rosen looked 
awful his rookie year with the Cardinals, right? He looked like he didn't belong. Um, yeah. Tua didn't look like that. Tua, Tua looked pensive and hesitant. That's what Tua looked. So I, I, I'm done with it. I, I hate it. I, I think it's because I hadn't gotten a Dolphins jersey in a long time, right? Um, <laughs> my Dolphins jersey history is very spotty, right? Um, Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar after his 1,000-yard season. Got, got that jersey, right? Uh, yeah. Obviously, Marino was my first one. Um, and then then I was burnt, and so I just wore the Marino one, and it was a long time before I found So I, I, I should have gotten a Zach Thomas jersey. I skipped that, and I went with Dante Culpepper. I was super excited, right? We know how that panned out. <laughs> um, that was like, you know what? I'm going to go young, and I got Ronnie Brown, and that was all right. That one was okay. Ronnie Brown. I yeah. remember Ronnie Brown. Yeah. yeah. Still, still not great. I was still not, not the guy I wanted. So I was like, okay, all right, this is problematic. So I said, I'm going to wait for a guy who's established and really good, who I'm sure is going to be a dolphin for a long time. So I, I got Jarvis Landry and, uh, <laughs> okay. Immediately domestic violence, things happen. And then he got traded. Right. So, so I was burnt. So last year I was like, they drafted Tua, and I looked at my wife and I said, my birthday's next month. I want a Tua jersey. That's what I want. And my wife, sweet, perfect person that she is, got me a Tua jersey, and now he's in trade rumors. And I, I, it's my fault. It's my <laughs> fault, Dwayne. I should know better, and I apologize to Tua for this. It's absolutely my fault. <laughs> here's, the, I just, here's the thing. I just want to say, he started nine games. He started nine games. Nine. Yeah. 64% completion. 11 touchdowns, five interceptions. They went six and three. Yeah. Three, three rushing touchdowns. I don't understand w- why everyone wants to trade him. I, d- yeah, I don't he, get it. And he had some really good games. And he lost to the Chiefs, the Bills. Uh, the Broncos wasn't a good loss, but like. Yeah. You know, I don't no, that it. Oakland game, that Oakland game took Ryan Fitzpatrick to, um, you know, to, to, to win it. But um, I, I just, I think it's. I, I think it's really premature, and it's just because Justin Herbert was so good, and Joe Burrow looked really good from the jump, and we just were so used to cares? seeing rookie quarterbacks come who in and do it, and I think that's what, what people are just saying. Who cares? I can't believe you got to trade him because just because the guy who went after him looks good. Well, I'm telling yeah. you right now, there's, there's going to be a lot of people being traded. There's a, <laughs> lot, a lot of guys getting traded. It's a lot of them. I think it's, I think it's absolutely silly that, that – they're talking about i wouldn't again i don't even know if i would if, if it's just like him and and, your, and the number three pick maybe but again i said this to you i'll say it again do you think that they are deshaun watson away from a super bowl no which is why you don't empty the coffers but miami of has course, enough ammunition exactly. that they can afford that pick to do it you know what i mean exactly if, if, if that's, that's the, the compensation it all seems silly to me it makes more sense, I think, for, for Carolina to try to go get Deshaun Watson. But even that, I wouldn't empty the clip to try. Yeah, to not you that know what trade. Because I mean? what, what you say yeah. is they're, they're Deshaun Watson away, right? Sure, okay, you can f- talk me into that. But in that trade, now you've lost right. your best player, your second Burns. best receiver. Why would you give and, up Brian Burns? That, that and, kills and, your defense. Yeah. And then you need a pass rusher, which is a huge hole to fill on a roster. <laughs> and you have no picks to fill it with. So... That doesn't make any giving sense. Giving away your giving away your best running back, your best wide receiver, and your best defensive tackle, or your best defensive end. Yeah. And <laughs> Carolina, Carolina, I know what what they went four games last year, five games last year, something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. But they weren't that bad. They weren't that bad, weren't. and that was That's without Christian McCaffrey. So I I I don't think you they blow up Carolina. I just I, I hate 11. that. Five and eleven. They went last year. Yeah, I don't. It just it, those seem to be the two teams. I still feel like if he does get moves, it's just to the Jets, because I just don't feel like any of those. I don't think the Panthers or the Dolphins are gonna give up what it's gonna take. They yeah, should, and the Jets anyway. shouldn't either. And the Jets shouldn't. Either. The Jets shouldn't either. But I think the Jets will. Because the only because team, the, yeah, the only team that should give up that kind of draft compensation or should think about it is San Francisco, because we talked about that. San Francisco probably yeah. is a quarterback away. And yeah, uh, that makes sense. Uh, but but even them five first. No. And if, if you have silly. to give up Nick Bosa, no, like, you, no, absolutely yeah, not. Don't you don't do gut your team. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I yeah, feel I like think he, he just stays moved. there. I, I, I think he probably ends up staying there or something really, really silly happens. And <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I'm here for silly, man. Give me silly. It'll be fun. As long as it's not Miami or Charlotte. Miami and Carolina, just, 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 just hang up the phone. Yeah. When they call. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are building something. You're on a good path. Just stay on that path. Stop. I agree. Stop. So don't nix I would it. Rather, I would <laughs> rather the Panthers take the BYU kid at eight than give up all of that for, for Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. By the way, people are comparing him to Mitch Trubisky. You know what my comp is for Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson. I can never remember his name. You, you, know, you know what my comp is for him? What's that? I see Jay Cutler. That's what I see. A more Ooh. mobile Jay Cutler. I think he's more mobile. But I can go for that. I kind of see a little Jay Cutler in him. Like good and bad. Like the good Cutler and the bad Cutler. Um, but he's more mobile. He's definitely more mobile. So we'll see. I'm not, a, I'm not a big Zach Wilson guy, but I'm not like out. You know what I mean? Like I think he's, yeah. I think he's a high boom bust guy. That's that's what okay. I, I have him. Uh, that makes so. sense. Uh, so I don't take him in the top ten, but somebody will. <laughs> he'll definitely. He'll, it seems like uh, we do this every year though with quarterbacks. There's always like at least two quarterbacks to go in the first round that we're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably should have yeah, been a second I, round pick. Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be looking at Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, and Trey Lance, and I'm gonna be like, Kellen Mond is better than those guys, and then. You know, you'll play that for me two years later, and I'll be wrong. But that's going to be my Mac thing. Jones. <laughs> Mac Jones. Oh my god! I can't wait to talk when we get into the draft and talk quarterbacks. Although I, I say that we talk draft quarterbacks every week anyway. We but, do. We do. It's, yeah, we're going to be talking draft, and also we're going to be talking about whatever I'm looking at right now. I'm looking hard at quarterbacks and running backs. So <laughs> <laughs> next week, so. Brandon will be doing cornerbacks, and so it'll be a lot of cornerback yeah. talk. I will say historically, the only position to really listen to me on is corner because it seems like that's the only one I get pretty steadily correct <laughs> the other positions i'm all over the place corner i'm usually pretty good with corner i can usually pick some corners but <laughs> all right so we're out of time any final thoughts before we go um no i'm very excited to see where deshaun watson lands if anywhere yeah and i, I still think i think he just stays in houston that's what i think that's that's probably what it, it, right now that would be my guess yeah all right, so before we go, let me just mention it really helps us out. If you go to iTunes, subscribe, and leave us a nice review, so please do. That about does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook, download us on iTunes, Stitcher. Check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You should also follow us on Twitter at twoguysdwayne and at twoguysbrandon. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. It's that infinite, fill in the gap synonyms. Extract minerals, twist it, and dash cinnamon. Flavorful, neighbor sniffing from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme wrap, and then we dish it. Yo. Your attention's on the fire Cause on the mic I call experience I'm like a giant I'm like a giant I'm like a giant I'm like a giant I'm like a giant